Welcome to the Tell Us Something Podcast. I'm Mark Moss. Tell Us Something is true stories on a theme shared without notes in front of a live audience. Everyone has a story. What's yours? This year, I'll be featuring other podcasts I'm listening to and think you should check out. This week's recommended podcast is Jamie and Travis Present. Jamie and Travis Present knows that it's not just the rivers, mountains, and bike paths that make Missoula a special place. It's the people who live here. If you're interested in getting to know Missoula a little better, Jamie and Travis Present is the podcast for you. Unrehearsed, unedited, and unprepared, Jamie Rogers and Travis Yost invite local luminaries into the kitchen studio each week to discuss everything from community building to raising goats to Missoula's best sushi. Check them out at jamieandtravispresent.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The next Tell Us Something is March 20th and the theme is Right Place, Right Time. All right, let's get to this week's story. This episode of the Tell Us Something podcast was recorded live in front of a sold out crowd on December 12th, 2017 at the Wilma in Missoula, Montana. Eight storytellers shared their story on the theme, Getting Away With It. This week's story comes to us from Rochelle DeVoe and is titled, How I Became a Boy Scout. Rochelle shares her story of being a Boy Scout, getting thrown out, and making something better. Thanks for listening. When I was 13 years old, my dad sat me down to have um, a big talk. And I was pretty worried about it, a little uncomfortable. Uh, I knew it had something to do with having recently started my period. (laughs) But I, I was a little bit surprised at what he said. We sat down in our living room, and he was directly across from me, and he said, Rochelle, despite my best efforts, you can no longer be in the Boy Scouts of America. (laughs) Now that might be not so surprising to you because, um, you know, I'm a girl getting kicked out of the Boy Scouts, but it was actually surprising to me because I had been a member of the Boy Scouts for years before this. See, growing up, I was always a tomboy. I hated tight clothing, I hated combing my hair, I still do. And one of my fondest memories of growing up was playing in Greeno Park with my big brother. He was three years older than me, which meant he was stronger and smarter and bigger, and he had all the cool things. And we would go to Greeno Park right alongside the creek, right in the thicket and we would play Mario. If you weren't born in the 90s, you might not know about Mario, so I'll explain it quickly. There's three main characters. There's Mario, who's the hero and the protagonist. He's like an Italian mustachioed plumber. (laughs) And he's got a sidekick named Luigi, who's basically him, but he wears green. (laughs) And then there's Princess Peach, who is this blonde princess who wears pink dresses, and she always needs rescued by these plumbers for some reason. <laughs> and every, every single Saturday, me and my brother would have this, this disagreement, because he would want me to be Princess Peach. He'd want me to wait in the woods to come and be rescued. And I would want to be Luigi. Um, and I'd want to be alongside my brother, and there was no doubt who got to be Mario, because he was older. 
And that's, that's how I grew up until, until my brother turned 11 and he became a man. <laughs> See, at 11 years old, my brother got to join the Boy Scouts of America. And my family gathered around. We had done the Cub Scouts and Weeblos thing, but he got to do this informational meeting for the family about what Boy Scouts was really about. And we crammed into the, I think, the gym at Rattlesnake School. And a guy got up in front of all the families and he said, there's three Gs of Boy Scouts. There are no girls. There are no gays. And you got to believe in God. I, I wasn't very old, but I kn knew I was disqualified, for sure. <laughs> so my brother starts coming home, and, and we're sitting around the dinner table each, each week, and he's telling these amazing stories of what he's learning at Boy Scouts with my dad. He's learning first aid and um, how to tie a tourniquet and all this really cool stuff. And so I beg my parents to um, let me join Girl Scouts. And I, I should have known it was going to be a little bit different when I saw the outfit that my mom had laid out for me before my first meeting. It was brownies, to be fair, uh, but it's a, a brown skirt, a white turtleneck because the 90s, um, a brown sash, and, and this hat that I can only describe as an oversized yarmulke. Um, <laughs> the little stem coming out. And I put it on, and I put on these tights, and I did the first thing I still do today, which is cut out the waistband so I can breathe. Um, and I look in the mirror, and I think, man, this is some serious bullshit. <laughs> How am I going to climb a tree in this? this? This hat doesn't keep the sun out of my eyes, and it doesn't even keep my ears warm, but whatever. I'm, I'm willing to put this to the side so that I can do what my brother does. And so I go to the first meeting, and I ask the adult leader, first thing I ask her, is so I go, are we going to learn how to do tourniquets today? And she's like, no, we're learning paper mache. Like, is that applicable in first aid? <laughs> She's like, no, it's just arts and crafts. And I was like, okay, all right, we'll get there. Uh, next week, it was, I think, friendship bracelets. The week after that, I think it was collages. And I think the week after that was cutting out construction paper flowers. And that was the tipping point for me. <laughs> so I come home and my brother's telling these cool stories about what he's learning in Boy Scouts. And I have to be like, well, today we learned how to cut colored paper. <laughs> and I, I look at my parents and I go, mom, dad, this, why am I learning how to like cook and sew and do arts and crafts and he's learning how to save people's lives and rescue himself in the woods in dangerous situations? And they're like, that's a great question. So the next week, it's Monday night. It's Boy Scout night. And there's no, there's no talk about it. There's no discussion. My dad just says, load up. I'm like, OK. 
Maybe there's a babysitting mishap, but I'm not going to complain. I'm, I'm in. And I sit in the back with the adult leaders. Next week, next Monday, load up. I'm like, oh, okay. Again, I sit in the back with the adult leaders. Third week in a row, though. He says, load up. And I'm, I'm thinking, I am... I may be doing something here. Something's happening. And I give myself credit because I'm eight, so I think I'm getting away with something here. (laughs) But I know what's really happening when I I hear my dad talk to another adult leader, and he says, this is the only thing that I overheard him say. He said, if I'm going, she's coming with me. There was a winter camp out the next week. And so the next thing I know, me and my brother, side by side, packing our stuff to go on this winter camp out. My dad explains to me, listen, we're not a part of the Boy Scouts. The boys will sleep here, the adults will sleep here, and we'll sleep in a little tent together as guests on the side. We're not really a part of it. We're just doing all of the same things at the same time. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. That sounds great to me. And I decide I'm going to prove to them that I can be the best damn Boy Scout at that camp out. I shovel snow, I chop wood, I sleep in below freezing temperatures, and I think it's awesome. I think it's so awesome. Next Boy Scout meeting, they, they go to hand out badges for this trip. And they had earned a a Frostpoint badge. And I remember looking at that badge and thinking, man, I did the same thing, but I'm not going to get that badge for it. Until after the meeting. We get in the truck to go home. And I'm sitting in this truck between my dad and my brother. And my dad just hands me one of the badges. And he says, if anyone asks, this is extra. And that's when I knew I was a Boy Scout, for real. And we actually did that for four or five years. Every single meeting, every single camp out, me and my dad were there. Not as a part of the Boy Scouts, but, you know. That is until I hit around 13. Now, I don't know their reasons. I was no longer allowed to join the Boy Scouts. And my dad has this conversation with me, and he tells me, I'm not, I'm not allowed, but he says one thing after that. He says, what do you want to do about it? Well, those Boy Scouts taught me leadership. And I said, well, let's start our own. And we did. We started a co-ed scouting group, a venture scout group. I got to be the president. Uh, I didn't want to be an extra anymore. And truthfully, I, I never really wanted to get away with being a Boy Scout. I just wanted the same opportunity as my brother. Somehow, in this co-ed scouting group, we convinced adults to do things like pay for us to go to Big Mountain and go skiing, or uh, (laughs) go on 60-mile backpacking trips every summer. And in the end, that is the thing that I'm proud that I got away with. Thanks.
Thanks, Rochelle. Rochelle DeVoe is a Missoulian who, despite leaving often, always happily comes back. She runs a small internet business that she's never been fully able to explain to her parents. Lately, the thing that brings her the most joy is making salads for porcupines, beavers, and other rescued critters at Animal Wonders. Thanks to all of our sponsors, Gecko Designs. The creative crew at Gecko Designs makes awesome logos that are off the hook. They build beautiful mobile-friendly websites for both large and small clients in Missoula and around the country. Gecko has been doing it for two and one-tenth decades. That's 21 human years and 336 Gecko years. They are also responsible for the shiny new Telesomething website. When you're ready to get serious about your website, put a Liz in your biz. Visit the Gecko Designs team on North Higgins or online at geckodesigns.com. Logjam Presents. Logjam Presents is committed to creating a superior live entertainment experience through world-class production, state-of-the-art venues, and superior guest services. Headquartered in Missoula, Montana, Logjam Presents is an independently and privately owned live entertainment company. Logjampresents.com. Cabinetparts.com, the number one source for cabinet hardware since 1997. Anyone searching for the best kitchen cabinet hardware at a great price needs to go to CabinetParts.com. CabinetParts.com, in business since 1997, combines knowledgeable hardware specialists with the best online shopping experience nationwide. With fast and easy ordering, free hinge matching service, and same-day shipping, CabinetParts.com is the direct source for all of your cabinet hardware needs. The Good Food Store. Supporting Western Montana farmers and ranchers for almost 50 years, The Good Food Store supports the local folks creating their own beer, salsa, baked goods, ice cream, and more. The Good Food Store is a passionate supporter of Missoula nonprofits, supporting multiple organizations, events, and fundraisers every year. Learn more at goodfoodstore.com. Missoula Broadcasting Company. Locally owned and operating four stations, including The Trail 103.3, Jack FM 105.9, U 104.5 FM and ESPN 102.9. Learn more at MissoulaBroadcasting.com. Enlightened Lab Float Center. Enlightened Lab is a spa featuring sensory deprivation or floating as a wellness therapy. They've also recently expanded to feature a sauna featuring a sun lamp to get you through those dark Montana winters. Unplug, reset, and recharge in their state-of-the-art float tanks. Learn more at EnlightenLab.com. That's E-N-L-Y-T-E-N-L-A-B.com. The Bookstore at the University of Montana, a local bookstore serving the students, faculty, and staff of the University of Montana, as well as the Missoula community. MontanaBookstore.com. Fact and Fiction, where books, authors, ideas, and readers interact. FactandFictionBooks.com. Missoula Federal Credit Union. Find them at MissoulaFCU.org. Thanks to Cash for Junkers, who provided the music for the podcast. Find them at cashfordrunkersmusic.com. If you're interested in sponsoring Tell Us Something, email me at mark at telesomething.org. That's M-A-R-C at telesomething.org. Podcast production by Mark Moss. Thank you to everyone who attends the events. Those of you who download the podcasts, and most especially to the storytellers, Lisa Venuti, Brian, Dixie Rayleigh, Christy Hager, Rochelle DeVoe, Victoria Gannon, and Josh Schlotnick. Remember, your story matters. If you enjoyed this story, please share it with your friends on your favorite social media sites. Thanks. Check out the website to listen to the story archive and find out how you can tell your own story. Tellusomething.org.